2: until it reaches the limits of what is true and what isn't.
1: Hey, are, are we doing, we're doing yellow journalism now, aren't we? We are. Yes. We, and But you and I are telling the truth. Absolutely. Absolutely. We love everybody. We don't understand. <laughs> we, we can't spin anything. We're not that clever.
2: No, we're not. We're, we're just too uh, down to earth and too simple people.
1: It's easier to just remember the truth.
2: Yeah, the truth. And the truth is that this is a great show and we do a great job. So. And the
1: vaccine works.
2: And the vaccine works, so you got all three. And listen, oh by the way, I got the vaccine. I've got about four or five hundred doses at the office, <clears throat> so we're we're giving it out. Um, you have to call the office seven two seven three eight four six four one one seven two seven three eight four six four one one. You can go to drbillradio.md.com and click on the uh, link on the upper right, and that'll take you to our practice uh, on online request for an appointment uh, probably be easier just to call uh, but uh, you can do that too and and we'll get you in as soon as we can uh, i'm sure it's going to be a, a you know a cattle call for for depending on how many people we get for the the staff so we probably will just cordoned off an afternoon to do you know 30 or 40 people at a time
1: <clears throat> are we talking about first and second and third shots depending on what you need first second and third all right and, I'm encouraging everybody to listen to me
2: and not to the CDC. If you're six months out from your last dose, you need to come in and get a booster. Now, it doesn't matter what you get, but get it. So, Ken, I had the Pfizer back in December and January, the two doses, and we opened the Moderna first because once you open the Pfizer, you got to really hurry up and use it. It's really cool. You should see the container it came in. It's in a big box. And it's got a, a thermos, a temperature, uh, you know, thermos, thermoregulator in there, or not a regulator, but a, a measuring, you know, measures the temperature. And it, it uh, actually has a transmitter in it, and it transmits the temperature back to uh, Pfizer. And then Pfizer puts it on the website and sends me an email every day to show me what the temperature is <laughs> in this box that's full of dry ice and vaccine. And I'm like... This is too cool. This is too cool, man. The things so, we can do
1: in the 21st century, I tell you. I'm telling you,
2: man. I did. I mean, I thought all this would happen, but not in my lifetime. So at any rate, we're going to crack open the Pfizer after we uh, use up the Moderna. I think that's going to go quick because I've only got about 150 doses of that. And we can get more in a hurry because, you know, this, the uh, the state and the federal government are dying to get the vaccine out and have doctors and nurses and uh you know, I saw a bum op on the street corner. He was
1: he was like five dollars and I'll give you a shot of, of vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, they probably should have done it this way, and I think you've said this before. Just give it to the doctors and let them distribute it. Wouldn't that have been a lot faster and a lot probably yeah. better because yeah. you'd be more one on one with people.
2: Yeah. Well the problem is is in Florida you have to sign up with the State Health Department. So we're a Florida shot site. And Most doctors that uh, do primary care and internal medicine, uh, pediatrics, OBGYN, they sign up. But, you know, some of the specialists don't. Uh, If you are signed up as a physician with the Florida Shot Center, you have to go online and fill out a special form saying that you'll report uh, any adverse events and all the doses you give and that you can handle it and all that. Of course, nobody comes and checks on that. You know, my wife's all upset. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? We have to report. What if it's inaccurate? I said, they're going to lock you up, woman, and I'm going to have a party.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're going to say, don't bother us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, you're giving that. So, what's the phone number again if somebody wants to make an appointment?
2: 727 384 6411. That's 727 384 6411. And the
1: date to be determined.
2: Uh, yeah. Well, you call and make an appointment. If we're not overwhelmed, we'll just work you in because you really don't need to see me. Hmm. Now you need to bring your uh, insurance card. Uh, if you've had if you've had the vaccine, can bring your little CDC card that they recorded the doses on, so we can add to that. And um, also uh, bring yourself. We need you. <laughs> That's a prerequisite. We prefer that you bathe before you come. <laughs> And we do not allow any strong scents or odors in the office because I get migraines. So no perfume, no cologne, no, uh, you know, smelly body washes just come in as yourself and uh, we can charge $40. You don't have to pay that Medicare and the insurance companies pay that. And if you're uninsured and you're not on Medicare, uh, we'll still take you and give you the vaccine for free. And then we will still bill uh, the government will pay us $40 for the administration, which is not, you know, I mean, it's not unreasonable. we got to keep the office open, and and uh, it takes a lot of effort to to do all of this and store the stuff. And, you so there's no out-of-pocket for anybody? Yeah, there's no out-of-pocket, but please do bring your insurance card because your insurance company will pay us $40, 40 And we would appreciate that because Dr. Bill is getting a little poor here. (laughs) This this show costs a lot of
1: money to put on. Hey, it's not cheap. That's right.
2: Not cheap. And by the way, St. Pete MRI, one of our sponsors, um, I went up there for an MRI of my brain and my neck. I saw my neurologist because my migraines are still acting up. He's got me on some good medicine now. Seems to be helping. But he wanted a, an MRI on my brain and neck, and they had this really cool MRI machine. You know, the old, t- the old ones, you felt like you were in a in a tomb, and this is an open bore, and uh, it was pretty quick. But, boy, those things are noisy, Ken. Oh, my gosh. They give you earplugs, and then they give you a headset to play some music, and it's still... Really? Okay, well. <laughs> Just, <laughs> but it wasn't bad. As long as it you
1: don't get claustrophobia, you know. Now, I didn't you know, like that feeling at all, being in those things.
2: Well, you know, you can take some, you know, you can get your doctor to give you some Ativan or something before you go in it. Uh, they're they're miraculous pieces of equipment. So, at any rate, I'm, I just wanted to give a shout out to our sponsor, St. Pete MRI. What a what a nice group of people they are too. They're up there, uh, up there near the Gandy and St. Pete, and uh, so it's fairly convenient for Tampa if you're on the. Bay side of, uh, uh, it would be the west side of Tampa. You're pretty close to it. You're about as close as I am down here in Gulfport. You can get over there in a hurry, just jump on the Gandhi and you're there. So the vaccines now in the, in the Delta variant, got all this commotion going on. At, does it work? Uh, yes, it is protective. But the protection uh, offered by the vaccines is beginning to be understood more. This is from an article from uh, JAMA and uh, data from the uk suggests that one dose of either pfizer or the astrazeneca which is the same as the johnson and johnson over there is insufficient to protect against symptomatic infections with the delta variant so uh you need at least two doses of the uh of the vaccine and i i told ken before the show that i gave myself a third dose and i'm saying take it at six months don't wait till eight or nine months the reason the cdc said eight months ken is because that's the data that they have so far the uh, of, of how long you have uh, measurable antibody levels so they're guessing that it's going to drop after eight months but you know what uh, with the delta the higher your antibody levels the more protection you have and are you going to die from the delta variant no not if you're vaccinated not if you're fully vaccinated, but you, you mean you can get sick. But the problem is, is you're going to spread it to somebody else. Ken, yeah, that's the problem.
1: Now and you took the, you took the third dose. How? Uh, what well, compared to the second dose? How were the symptoms?
2: Well, they, they so far not bad. I gave it to myself yesterday around noon, and um, I gave it in my uh, thigh because it's it was hard for me to do my left arm. Um, and my thighs sore. It's I'll admit it. And, you know, I felt a little, little feverish during the night, but not bad. I had taken some ibuprofen, some Advil, and uh, my neurologist also put me on gabapentin, which is this medication for uh, blocking uh, nerve conduction, so it cuts down on chronic pain. It's not a narcotic, it's not, you know, it's not an addictive drug. It's actually an old-time seizure medication for epilepsy. Uh, but, you know, the nerve cells in the periphery are the same as in the brain, and so it, it blocks their conduction of impulses and cuts down on chronic pain. So that may have helped, too. I don't know. Um, uh, the wife wants to try it when she gets her shot this week. Oh, my God. She pitched a fit last week. I had my uh, Dupuytren's contracture injected. You know what those are? What are those? They are uh, – have you seen those people with they've got, like, those ropey things on the palms of their hands? under their skin looks yeah. like a tendon popping up kind of yeah yeah well that those are called dupatrains contractures there's a genetic component and then there's also uh, trauma and of course being the the uh, physical labor laborer that i am you know I'll, i don't mind going out and swinging a sledgehammer um i've over the years i've done some damage and so my baby finger was curled up in my left hand because the 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 tendon sheath had filled up with with uh, scar tissue and it pulled the tendon down and I couldn't straighten my finger out. So I went and saw my hand surgeon, uh, George Rodriguez, and he injects it with this, uh, uh, this medicine that breaks down the collagen bands. And so you go in and he numbs you up and your whole hand is numb. And then he injects the collagen into the tendon sheath. And then you go back in two days and he numbs you up again and you're all black and blue and you, you look like you've been in a, slap fight and uh and he and so we're talking and he comes back in and he's like cranking my finger open and you could hear the collagen bands popping
1: oh
2: <laughs> it's pretty cool i mean you could, okay if you say it, so <laughs> you could hear it and i was like you know we're talking about restaurants i said where are you where are you going out to eat now george because i've known him for decades <laughs> anyway, uh, man so, so, how effective are these uh, vaccines against the Delta variant? Well, the the uh, mRNA vaccines, the uh, the uh, Pfizer, BioNTech, and of course the Moderna is going to be the same. is about 88 percent effective after two doses, and the Johnson and Johnson is 67 percent. So, what I am telling people, because they say, "Well, shouldn't I get the same thing I got before?" That it, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. In fact, if you got the Johnson and Johnson, I would encourage you to get uh, one of the MRNAs, either the the Pfizer or the Moderna. I think you'll get more protection from that, Ken. Okay. Get into the 95 percentile of, of protection. Now, even if you do get this uh, uh, Delta virus, if you've been immunized, there's overwhelming uh, majority of severe cases and deaths are among unvaccinated. We, we're seeing – I don't think we have anybody in the hospital who was vaccinated with the with the virus – Oh, my God, i got to tell you this, Ken. So I'm coming in. I think it was Friday. I'm, I'm, I'm parking the front of the hospital in the front lot because the doctor's lot was full. Damn doctors. got <laughs> <need. laughs> Who are they to take my place? At any rate, you know, they should have like, uh, um, you know. You should a, have some, your own
1: spot, your own dedicated yeah, spot.
2: You know, I should be emeritus. I should be like the senior doctor. I think I'm the second oldest guy on staff. Now. Well, you should have parking spot
1: number two then.
2: That's right. And so I'm coming in, and there's this family out in, in the uh, in the parking lot. And this young man, I would guess his 20s, uh, he's screaming and crying. He wants to kill the doctors, and he's going on and on. And I'm, and I'm walking in, and he saw my stethoscope, and he said, you come here, come here. I,
0: <laughs>
2: oh,
1: what, 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 did you ever find out what it was about?
2: Yes, uh, yes. His 30-year-old brother died from COVID. Oh. He's blaming the doctors. Now the whole family, we've tried to talk to them and say, "You guys need to get vaccinated." They don't believe in the vaccine, and they they're they're asking us, uh, "Can't you put a needle in his lungs and take the fluid out?" Well, it, it's it's not fluid around the the lungs, so it's not like there's a pocket of fluid between your chest wall and your lung. This is microscopic, and it's uh, you know millions of little areas that it's in, and it's diffused throughout the throughout the lung. The lungs kind of like a honeycomb. And uh, only much more microscopic than that. And so you get all this debris from the autoimmune response. And then once your lungs fill up uh, and you can't transport oxygen and carbon dioxide back and forth, well, guess what? Your oxygen levels drop. And uh, so your right heart is put in a bind because that's what pumps out into the lungs. The lungs are all clogged up and the, the blood vessels start constricting. And so then you go into right heart failure, and b- basically, ultimately, that's what people die from.
1: Ah, we tr- these stories know. are just terrible, Doc. I mean, I've been reading them all week, and it's just heartbreaking.
2: It, it is, and I think this—I uh, think this kid that died, and I call him a kid, thirty years old. Yeah. For me, that's a kid. I think he had three or four kids at home. Yeah. So, I mean, this—this uh, this is nothing to play around with. This is—we're—we uh, uh, are not kidding you. We're not making this up. It's there's no a,
1: conspiracy. This is actually happening.
2: This is no conspiracy. This is an, it's. There's no aliens involved. Uh, there's no tracking devices <laughs> in, the, in the vaccines. They're just, you know, the messenger RNA vaccines are just little strands of genetic material, and it won't hurt you, and it will help you. So. Yeah. I don't know what else we can do. And by, what, by the way, we got the vaccine, so you can come on in for your first, second, or third dose, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. And again, Ken, i got to tell you, if you got the Johnson & Johnson, I would advise you to uh, get a dose of Moderna or Pfizer. I think you'll get better protection.
1: I All really right. Do. Well, I did get a Johnson & Johnson, so...
2: Well, you can come down to the office. Uh, well, you, you're headed out to, out of town in October, right?
1: Yeah, I'm going back up to um, the Chicago area. So, so
2: you just come in in you know, late September, and we'll give you a booster.
1: I was going to ask you how long would I have to have before I would be fully vaccinated with a third one? Two weeks, I imagine. Huh? Well, two to three weeks, two I would three. think. So. Okay.
2: Come in and come in, in early September. Then come in after
1: uh, Labor Day. Yeah, we'll, I think I will. Yeah. We'll catch up. We'll yeah. break out the, the Pfizer just for you. Because weddings can be one of those places where everybody just gets sick if you're not careful.
2: I oh, know. Well, uh, You know, Rodriguez and I were talking while he was cranking my hand open, and he's, he said that uh, one of his aunts died and and at the beginning of the epidemic, and uh, they all wanted to have a, a big funeral. And he said, I don't want to come, and they talked him into it. But he went, you know, double-masked with a face guard and wouldn't get close to anybody. And they said, oh, you're crazy. This isn't any big deal. Well, guess what? <laughs> Two or three people that were that were at the funeral died oh my from from the virus
1: but you know what are you going to do yeah I mean, that, that's personal responsibility takes control at some point.
2: Uh, well I, I you know I said last week, even though I'm very conservative, this is one time I think that we need the president to really step in declare martial law and mandate vaccines unless you have some pressing medical reason not to we've got doctors that are telling people not to get the vaccine. It's craziness it makes no sense to me
1: and it's just going to last longer
2: oh well, yeah it's going to last longer and by the way you know what you get the delta you're fully vaccinated you get the delta virus you have a cold right and you get a s- snotty nose and a sore throat and mm-hmm. days it's gone but as you're walking around coughing and sneezing you you're giving it to all the
1: unvaccinated people <laughs> right oh my I god i don't know what to tell you doc we just can't break through some with some people oh i know and then Then this crazy
2: president, you know, he tried this moratorium on uh, on uh, uh, evictions for non-payment of rent because of the of the shutdown, I guess, in the workplace and people didn't have money, and uh, and so he wanted to extend that. And a bunch of landlords and realtors and um, groups got together and sued him. Took it to the Supreme Court, Ken. Where they won. They won. Yeah. said, Mr. President, you do not have the power to tell business people that they can't collect rent on the property that they own. So that was a big win for those of us who actually own private property. And uh, I feel bad for the people who can't afford their rent, but, you know, go back to work.
1: Uh, Yeah, some 3.5 million people, I guess, are expected to be evicted. Uh, can we go get a job? Yes, right. Well, you know what? I think I, I have a feeling that some of those people may have been saving up some of that rent money. That's right. And just not paying their rent.
2: That, well, I'm sure that so that's, they might
1: be able to walk out of that apartment, whatever, with a big stack of money in the bank.
2: But you got to remember, Ken, there are a lot of people out there that are just not making that much money. And, you know, a rent for uh, an apartment in St. Pete, one of my back office people, $1,000 a month, that's a lot of money for her. That's a lot of money for her. It really is. I, I, you know, my son, he found a place out in uh, Boulder for a couple of grand, but he's sharing it with three other guys. So, you know, they're down to about $700, including their, their utilities. So that's, uh, that's a good thing. And uh, But, you know, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard for these young people starting out. Well, you know, there's um,
1: a lot of jobs out there.
2: There's a lot of jobs, and it's time that people got back to work, and, you know, we were having all kinds of problems finding people to work.
1: I think when you go to get an apartment if you've been out of work and you've been evicted, I think your new landlord, if they see you have a job now, will be a little more sympathetic, even though you may have been evicted.
0: Yeah, because
2: then you can start paying them something. Exactly. And and so you, you say, look, I can't pay you the full 1000 a month. Can you let me get by on 500 for, you know, three or six months until I'm back on my feet? Now, the guy that rents from me who has a pharmacy in my building, you know, he asked me to go easy on him when he first moved in. I said, all right, you know, you stick with me and I'll stick with you. And I've helped him out now. Now that he's doing well, of course, I've increased the rent to the market rates. And he said, okay. Okay. I said, I said, admit, you know, I carried you for eight or ten years here and, and I need to make a little money on this place. I'm I'm just pouring money into it. And he said, "I agree, and so uh stand up a stand up guy I like that, yeah, a stand up guy, and you know one hand washes the other Ken one hand washes the other, so what do we do? We just keep working together that's the only thing that we can do is uh, is keep keep doing what we're doing, but we do need to get people back to work, and you're not going to get them back to work if they got free rent and uh, they're getting food stamps and those EBT cards and twenty five hundred dollar checks in the mail, and you it's know, just
1: better for you. It's better for you psychologically. It's better for your self respect. You know, you're you're out there. You got that right. I mean, nothing makes me feel
2: full and whole and uh, uh, of value and worthwhile as when I'm busy doing things, working, uh, building and constructing, working on computers, working on people, working on the radio working on the radio show, working with you. I mean, these are the things that make us feel connected. Yeah, right? absolutely.
1: And you For know, us- sitting at home playing video games and watching reruns of I Dream of Genie, that's you know, that's no way to live.
2: Uh, well, I don't know, I Dream of Genie.
1: Kind of- <laughs> it's a pretty good show actually. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was one of my favorites. <laughs> so at any rate 7273846411727 Three eight four six four one one. Oh, by the way, the State Department, you know, it's been a bad week for Biden. The State <laughs> Department contradicted one of his statements, uh, contradicted Biden's remarks that there may be a kill list provided to the Taliban. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. I hadn't heard that one yet. Uh, where, where's this guy come up with this stuff? I mean, I, if he did do it on purpose or even on by accident, I mean, is it,
1: That that must have been some sort of list of, here's the people we're going to be protecting, so don't touch them. Yeah. And And they said, oh, thank you very much.
2: (laughs) Taliban says thanks, and they go out and shoot
1: him. (laughs) We know exactly where to aim now. Thank you, yes.
2: Yeah, thank you for, I
1: mean, you know, let's just put a target on him. Exactly, yeah. I don't know, Doc. Uh, When are are they going to let us run this place? um soon i hope
2: listen if we don't win in the midterm i'm i'm saddling up my army we're marching to dc and taking
1: over um can, i'll take a bus can, but um uh, you go ahead and march you can you can do the news coverage oh that's great <laughs> that's terrific we'll rent a helicopter
2: you yeah you'd be up there with a <laughs> helicopter and a cameraman and <laughs> live radio and we'll feed.
1: facebook it live that's right
2: salem broadcasting will love you <laughs> They'll say, "Oh, he's so wonderful." So, at any rate, Biden's uh, looks like he's just losing on all fronts. Something's wrong with this guy. I mean, we know that he's he's got some dementia. We know he's got Parkinson's disease. We know he's on medication.
1: Was there any ex- explanation for what happened at the press conference when he just had his hands, his head in his hands for a while?
2: Um, I, I, I think he had a. Uh, I think part of the dementia is that you do have lapses and you do have moments where, where things are just not connecting in your brain. You know, part of the problem with, with Parkinson's disease is it deteriorates parts of the brain. Mm-hmm. The parts that it first affects are the motor, uh, fine motor uh, tremor smoothing out, so to speak. And so that's why you see that pill-rolling tremor of the hands. And he had that before the, uh, before the election during the campaign. And he also had the Parkinsonian shuffle, which is, you know, that kind of stiff walk and um, and you start going and you go have to go faster and faster because you can't keep your balance. And he also has the Parkinsonian mask where his face is is fixed. You know, he doesn't have any expression in his face. And that's, that's not because he is expressionless. It's because he has a disease where he can't move his facial muscles anymore. Uh, they got his medications regulated, and I'm sure that during the day they – they give him provigil, which is kind of like speed for uh, people with uh, uh, narcolepsy and seniors who are uh, demented and are on medications. It kind of helps wake him up because he he's been a lot sharper since he became president than before. Even though he's not very sharp,
1: but he does have these moments when it's kind of scary. Actually,
2: that's just part of part of the Parkinsonian dementia. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, but he's reading the teleprompter well, and uh, he's actually sticking to what he said he was going to try to do during the campaign. And he said he wanted to get out of Afghanistan. I, this is this is a
1: disaster. This isn't going to play <laughs> out. He, he never said I was going to leave everybody else behind. But
2: yeah, I mean, he never said. Uh, by the way, hey, the rest <laughs> of you guys over there. Are idols.
1: <laughs> so you know, technically, I guess he didn't lie to us. that's out. He's
2: telling you the truth. I mean, I. Everybody said Obama was a liar. If you listen to him on the campaign trail, everything he did was everything he said he wanted to do or he tried to, he tried to get it done. So, I mean, you know, obviously you have to adjust depending upon the circumstances if you're the president or if you're a doctor on a case or if you're a lawyer in the courtroom. I mean, you, you know, you you have to make adjustments, but if you have a basic game plan and you stick to it, even if it's stupid one, well <laughs> – a stupid liar, you're just stupid. That's right. So, and we want our president to be above all honest. Exactly. <laughs>
1: we don't care if he's stupid. Apparently, we, we just want him honest. And they're stupid. We just <laughs> we just <laughs> want. That, that could be a good point, I think, to uh, take a little break. What do you think? You need a cup of joe? I need a cup of Joe, baby. I,
2: I've got. I, am I holding up here today? I've, I'm not doing too bad for having had the second
1: or third dose, have I? No, I think we're having a great show. The first half hour just flew by.
3: We'll be right back, everybody. I'm Doctor Bill.
1: You're listening to an encore presentation of Doctor Bill, your radio MD. Call 727-384-6411 for an
4: appointment. I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. A group of 17 U.S. missionaries, including children, has been kidnapped by a gang in Haiti. That is according to a message from Ohio-based Christian Aid Ministries. It says the missionaries are on their way home from building an orphanage, and they urge people to, quote, pray the gang members have come to repentance. The message says the mission's field director is working with the U.S. Embassy to try and resolve the situation. Venezuela's socialist government says it will suspend negotiations with its opponents, This in retaliation for the extradition Saturday to the U.S. of a close ally of President Nicolas Maduro. He is going to face money laundering charges. And an 11th hour deal has been reached and a strike that would have shut down film and television productions across the U.S. averted. The union representing most of the crew members who work on movies and TV shows cut the deal yesterday. This is SRN News.
2: one one seven two seven three eight four six four one one dr bill here with social distancing and sheltering in place telemedicine is here bay area medical home of can care clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients you can see me without an office visit schedule an appointment at seven two seven three eight four six four one one seven two seven three eight four six four one one
0: Dinesh D'Souza can teach you a
2: thing or two. They're just chanting death to America, but they seem friendly at the same time.
3: Where have we heard that before? Well, the first time I really heard it was during the hostage crisis. Remember uh, Jimmy Carter, uh, in which this superpower America is just being humiliated day after day after day? Well... Those days are here again. The Dinesh D'Souza Podcast.
0: Available on salempodcastnetwork.com and everywhere podcasts are heard.
3: Attention, Americans eligible for Medicare. It's a new Medicare year. Don't miss out on getting all the benefits you're entitled to, including a special benefit of up to $144 a month from the Social Security Give Back Program. Our free service can help you find the right Medicare plan for you and get you the benefits you're entitled to. When you call, we'll instantly search thousands of Medicare plans from leading insurance companies to find the right plan for you, plans that could cost less and provide more coverage, like dental, and vision care. You'll even have the freedom to choose your own doctors. Get the smart, unbiased help you need in finding the right coverage at the right price. And see if you qualify to receive up to $144 a month back from this special Social Security Give Back program. Don't miss out on this free service. Call Senior Market Quotes today. Call 855-254-1371. That's 855-254-1371. 855-254-1371. AM 860,
0: The Answer. Online at TheAnswerTampa.com. Odyssey. Here is your exclusive AccuWeather forecast.
3: Mostly sunny today and pleasant, but less humid. High 85. Clear skies and cool tonight, low 64. Monday, partly sunny and pleasant. High 87. Monday night, a moonlit sky and cool. Low 68. Tuesday, sunny. High 86. That's your Accu Weather Forecast. I'm Alexa Weisberg for AM 860, The Answer.
1: You're listening to an encore presentation of Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Call 727 384 6411 for an appointment.
2: And I'm back. This is Dr. Bill. And we're doing a show here, folks. So uh, we're halfway through it, a little more than halfway. Ken and I are really hitting on it, and so this attack uh, at the Kabul airport, again, was carried out by, guess who, ISIS.
1: ISIS-K, though. I'm not familiar with the K.
2: The K is for the uh, the branch that's going to take over Afghanistan, okay. I guess. So they released their— It's uh, a
1: corporate structure thing. I understand. Yeah, okay.
2: said, Did you know they have an, a, a news channel called Amok Media? They actually announced it on that.
1: I didn't know that, but it doesn't surprise me for some reason.
2: K stands for Khorasan, uh, which I think is uh, a reference to the old Persian Empire that stretched from, I I guess, from uh, Iraq all the way to uh,
1: Afghanistan, probably.
2: Well, all the way, yeah, all the way to the Hindu Kush mountains, probably Pakistan. And, uh, you know, they probably made it to the Hindus River, uh, and uh, it it was a big empire at one time. Probably all the way to China. Well, I'm sure that they incurred into northwestern yeah. China. They still are. I mean, you yeah. know, the, the Chinese, are. they're worried. And they're, they've got a big problem now that we've left. You know, there's a big void there, a big gap in the Pakistanis that, that are civilized. Uh, they're concerned, too, because al-Qaeda is uh, there in Pakistan, and uh, the Taliban are in Pakistan, and ISIS is in Pakistan. And who predicted that ISIS would be popping right back up a few weeks ago. Who was that? It could have been the doctor, I know. It was the doctor, yeah. And so
0: <laughs> here they come.
2: And guess where else they're going to pop up again? Iraq and Syria. And so all the hard work that's been done over the past uh, several years by the Trump administration and the military, and uh, I mean, it's it's all for naught. I mean, we're walking out. Uh, after we have won the war, we're walking out. You again.
1: Again, we're doing this.
2: Again, we're doing that. This is insanity. This is insanity. And we're leaving these people tens of billions of dollars of uh, high tech equipment and armaments, and they're Stone Age people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. You're going to beat women because they don't have some covering over them? So, what's China going to do now? China going to come in there and uh, fight on the side of the Taliban against ISIS? I've got no problem with that if that's what they want to do. Anything it, keeps both of those folks busy. I I do not know how China is going to handle this because
2: Xinjiang the northwest province actually touches a little piece of Afghanistan and uh and it also touches Turkmenistan and uh, Pakistan and so they've got uh, you know they're surrounded in that area by muslim countries that have uh, you know large uh, radical factions you know islamic fundamentalists who want to kill everybody that's not not a muslim or enslave them hey guess what you know the quran says that if you're an atheist or a polytheist polytheists they were talking about like the hindus and that they even think that christians are especially catholics are polytheists because we had statues of mary and joseph in our churches (laughs) i was talking with one muslim doctor and she said well, you guys worship those other people. I said, No. And Ave Maria, Ave is, is hello, that's hi in, in Latin. It's like, Hey mom, can you whisper in, in Jesus' ear a little something for
1: me? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, we, well we know worship. who the we know who the big chiefs are, so that's uh...
2: Yeah, we know, you know, we understand that uh that there is one God with three separate personalities, so to speak. And people say, well, how can that be? Well, I mean, if he's God, he can do what he wants, Ken.
1: Exactly. Don't go putting but, any limits on God.
2: I told you, I was talking to him the other day. I think I told you this last week, too, about the, the epidemic, the virus epidemic. I said, what would you do this for? And he said, dude, that wasn't me. I'm a Darwinist. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, apparently he just set everything in motion and then just kind of sat back to see what would happen. I think, you know, there's some basic laws and rules, you know, like math and and scientific laws. And, you know, if you smack some kid on the playground, you're going to get smacked back and that sort of thing. But but after that, I think he's just like, well, you're you're big kids. You do it on your own. Figure it out yourself. Yeah. So we had 103 people, Afghans, killed at that airport bombing and, what, uh, 12 or 13 of our soldiers also killed. Yes, sir. Uh, You know, it's a that's a horrible thing. And there's no reason for it. I mean, we could have kept security there until everybody was out. And what's what difference does it make if you're out by the 31st of August or or 9-11 or Christmas or New Year's? I mean, first of all, we shouldn't even be going at all. But what is the difference, Ken? What do you understand it? Why? Why is there? Why do you announce a deadline to your enemy? So they can get their troops set up and move right in.
1: Well, what I understand, why don't they let you leave? I mean, I think they would help you move everything out if they really want you to leave. Yeah. You know, they should be sitting there, oh, come on, we'll help you out. Take some of our planes with you. Well, maybe we don't want those, but...
2: Oh, they're junk.
1: Yeah. but uh, The only
2: thing about all of this equipment that we're leaving behind, like tanks and helicopters and uh, vehicles, is they don't have the parts or the experience to repair these, so... It's it's or really to, to know how to operate some of that stuff. Well, I mean. Uh,
1: the helicopters especially.
2: The helicopters. I mean, you can probably train some pilots, but they probably are short on pilots now because I'm sure that a lot of the pilots got out as quick as they could. You Why know? we well, just blow it all up before we leave? Well, it's, that's what I would do. I mean, yeah. I would just take it off the map. Yeah, absolutely. You'd get none of it. So what's ISIS get out of this? Well, the Taliban says they don't want ISIS there, but but they're there. <laughs> <You know?
3: laughs>
2: and uh, I don't see the Taliban arresting any ISIS members. I mean, if they are, we're not hearing about it.
1: Well, from what I'm reading, they hate each other.
2: Well, yeah, because so. ISIS is even more fundamentalistic. Uh, and they want to enslave all the women. They don't want to just beat them. Now, listen, I don't have a problem with beating the wife. But, oh, no, don't, 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 don't. No, don't. don't. Okay, but... Uh, It's not because she's not wearing a burqa.
1: Okay. Well.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, actually, I can't
1: because she she can kick me in the face. (laughs) Well, I'm afraid of her, Ken. Well, that's not good either. You shouldn't be afraid of the woman you love. She's the girl I've ever met. (laughs) So, oh,
2: did you hear Sirhan? Sirhan has been Sirhan, Sirhan. That
1: uh, that shocked me when I read that.
2: Up for parole. Now, for those of you who are too young to remember – Robert F. Kennedy, that was uh, JFK's little brother, who was our Attorney General while uh, JFK was in power. Was he leading the polls? I think he probably was. He he was uh, leaving. I'm sorry. Uh, He he, was leading the Democratic
1: primaries. They were still in the primaries.
2: He was winning the Democratic primary that was in '67, '68, Mm -hmm. and uh, he was he had just given a speech and he was walking out through the back of the. of the auditorium or the stadium or whatever. And Sirhan Sirhan came up and shot him dead. He died the next day. So so Sirhan Sirhan went to prison, and uh, I think he's been in prison, what, 68? So eight from 11 is, uh, what, 53 years? So he's got
1: to be a pretty old guy right now.
2: He's got to be a pretty old guy. So, you know, probably he's demanded they're going to let him go on parole. And I think Robert Kennedy's son, Uh, said that uh, that's fine with him, that he he wasn't going to oppose it. Because, you know, you can go and oppose uh, the release of a prisoner before a parole board if you're intimately involved. So he's looking kind of old, and they say, oh, he's a changed man now. Well,
1: Hmm. he's probably too old to remember how to be a sociopath, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I guess he doesn't remember that moment he says he doesn't remember the moment when he actually uh, pulled the trigger.
2: A lot of the criminals say that. They they commit a murder, and they say, I don't remember the actual act. But I don't believe that. You know, sociopaths, uh, they lie, Ken. You may not know that. No kidding. Do they? They lie. (laughs) Uh, They lie frequently, and they lie a lot. And uh, so this is – it's interesting to see. And Robert Kennedy might have won the – might have won the election, I don't know because everybody was so upset with the Democrats over the Vietnam War that Nixon I think he won in a landslide one of the biggest victories in
1: history certainly yeah it was yeah it was right up there second one was really a landslide, but the first one
2: the first one was pretty good, but the yeah. second one was really a landslide I think the only president to ever be uh, to ever have all of the uh, electoral college vote for him a hundred percent was George Washington in his first term. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Okay. That was it. The second term, no. (laughs) (laughs) So at least we had one that was 100%. At any rate, Robert Kennedy was killed. And uh, so the the Kennedy boys, they took it on the chin. Joe died in World War II. And JFK was uh, shot in, what, 63? Yeah. And then uh, Bobby in 68. And... That left us with Ted. Oh, my God.
1: That's pretty much what the country said. Oh, my God. Yeah. The bottom, the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. The, <laughs> so. I mean, well, then he had his was, own little problems, too, with the. Uh, yes, he did. Mary he Jo, little, I forgot what her last name was. Kapeknik. Yes, that sounds right.
2: Chappaquiddick Bridge. Yeah. Yes. You know, those of you who don't remember, mm-hmm. he was drunk and driving his girlfriend home and ran off the Chappaquiddick Bridge and she drowned and he got out and. and uh, Ran away and said he didn't remember any of it. Hey, didn't we just talk about it? Yeah. What happened?
1: Well, that was the end of his presidential aspirations.
2: Thank God. Yeah. Uh, Kennedys uh, have not done good for our country. They have left us in more messes. And so now we got these horrible Taliban that are coming back and ISIS. And uh, I'm putting up a, for those who are watching, Live streaming video of the show. Um, there's a picture behind me of some of the women after the attack last week, blood on their faces, crying. And is this what we want to leave? Is this the is this the the impression we want to be going out with? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. This this is this what we
1: spent trillions of dollars for a result that just the, isn't yeah, there? It's not there. It's just
2: and 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 Kabul was doing really well, Ken. People were going to school. There's an American university there now. They don't know how they're going to get all these students out that are the American University in Kabul because you know they'll they'll kill them. Yeah, they'll kill them.
1: But apparently yeah. he didn't get he didn't stretch far. The, our rehabilitation of Afghanistan, just the major cities probably.
2: Well, I mean you know it's it's a divided country. There's still a lot of tribes. You know the Northerners and the Southerners hate each other. But I mean that's true in most countries. Uh, how do you get them together well you go in and you you do what we were doing and you keep doing it till they stop and you get them together you know i mean the the japanese they had their own internal uh, debates over world war ii and i was talking to a woman at the uh, national library we were there years ago and i said where are you from japan she said yeah i said you look like you're old enough to have lived through world war ii and she said i am and i said uh, was everybody in japan for the war and she said oh no my father said this is you know this is going to be a disaster for us but don't ever say anything to anybody and told her not to even open her mouth but actually told her as a child that it would end in, in defeat for japan so there was internal dissent uh but you know you you, you wouldn't you wouldn't want to say anything cuz you'd probably get taken out back and shot yeah
1: they'd and, chop your head off just just like that her. yeah
2: or they'd, they'd say, you can fall on your sword and commit Harry Carey. Yeah, but you're dead either way. So. Either way, you're dead. So everybody So it was, kinda, it was
1: a silent, possibly a silent majority.
2: Well, I'm sure towards the end of the war it was.
4: Yeah,
1: and, oh, certainly.
2: And, you know, the the, the only concession we made, because we initially said unconditional surrender, no terms, uh, was uh, MacArthur talked him into letting the emperor stay in, in place. But he said that the emperor... He said to the Emperor, You're gonna to have to go out and meet the people and let them see that you're not a god. And they had never seen the Emperor. And so he traveled around the country, uh, giving speeches and on little platforms. And you know, people were amazed. He was just a little guy with glasses that looked like them.
1: Standing next to MacArthur, who was about six seven.
2: Yeah, he was a big boy.
1: Yeah. He looked the Japanese emperor did not look very emperorish.
2: No, and uh, he was just a little squirt of a guy. Yeah. But at least he had the good sense to tell, uh, to tell his uh, council, his Tojo and, and the cabinet, the war's over. I don't want it. And you know they were going to try and kill the uh, assassinate the uh, uh, the emperor because they knew he was going to make that announcement on radio.
1: Right. It was recorded. They were trying to get the recordings and destroy them. And 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 kill him. And kill him at the same time. Yeah. That's how fanatical they were. Even uh, after we hit him with two nukes.
2: <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I'm sure Kojo was afraid he'd get his head chopped off. Well,
1: that was going to happen, certainly, yeah. Yeah. <clears> At <throat>
2: any rate, what do you do? So we've got all these people in Afghanistan still. And have you heard about the Pineapple Express? The,
1: this is a No, it's the Pineapple Express.
2: A U.S. veterans have volunteered to secretly rescue allies in, a, in Afghanistan. So a group of veterans are coming together. And they are uh, forming, I guess, private-like armies. And I'm sure that they're being funded by uh, by conservative people who and families who would like to get their loved ones out. And, of course, Afghanistans who worked with us and their families, we've got to get them out because they'll be killed. And, uh, and so th- this is pretty good. This was announced on August 27th, which was, what, three days ago, two days ago?
1: Well, they would absolutely need the assistance of the U.S. military, wouldn't they?
2: Not necessarily. I mean, I, I would think that it would be nice if the U.S. military would help them, but they probably have access to uh, resources, and there's probably caches of arms that that the good guys have hidden over in Afghanistan. And I'm sure that the Taliban will be looking for them. Yeah. Sure. So these are highly trained U.S. military veterans, and, and they have been secretly rescuing hundreds of allied operatives from Afghanistan, volunteering over fears those allies would otherwise be left behind according to the New York Post and the it's already it's going on Ken it's going on it's it's already gone on for over a week now and they call it the pineapple Express and uh, I think that's pretty cool
1: well, I wish in the best of luck yeah uh
2: yeah and um, you know if, if they need uh some assistance we'll we'll drum up some money for yeah <laughs> I don't know where we'll get up we'll drum up some money
1: I, I hadn't heard about that that is awfully dangerous I would think Oh, yeah. Right, that's awfully dangerous.
2: Yeah, and, and other people were saying, well, why don't people just walk out of Afghanistan and to Pakistan or Tajikistan? Do you know what mountain range is there?
1: It's a little um, forbidding, yes.
2: It's the Himalayas. Yeah,
1: you can't just walk yeah. over. Yeah, this is not sound of music, you know.
2: No, and and you don't know where there are terrorist cells that are scattered throughout the country. And uh, I mean, you'd you'd basically have to travel at night, and and, and the be, worst
1: of them are hiding in the mountains.
2: Yeah, and, yeah, the worst of them are hi- that's right. They're hiding in the mountains, or they're in Kandahar, hiding behind their their women's uh, burkas. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So mm, I don't know. It's it's a tough tough situation, a really sad situation. But at any rate, it's not going to be easy to just walk out of Afghanistan. I mean, I I guess you could do it. I'm sure that somebody's done it, but, you know, you got school teachers and professors at the American University. They're not going to walk out. They can't. They don't have that ability.
1: Well, Uh, and if you can't take your family, you know you're giving them a death sentence.
2: Yeah, and I mean, even if you could take your family, uh, let's say you got your grandmother or your mother, and uh, she's 65, 70 years old, and you're going to hike through the mountains Uh, with her at night. Not good. that's that's tough. That's tough duty.
1: And, and it all could have been avoided if we would have just thought this thing out a little better. Well. You expand your saying. security yeah. zone, make sure everybody's covered, and then when everybody's gone, you leave.
2: Ken, you're assuming that the people in charge are thinking.
1: <laughs> Darn. I always it's, make that mistake.
2: Now, you know, some people say it's a conspiracy. I said, well, oh, it may not be. They may really be that stupid. Yeah, exactly. That's my opinion. And I <laughs> think that they just, just don't get it. Uh, but did you hear, uh, oh, what's his name? Bill Ma- Ma- Maher? He's, he said, you know, he was cutting down on Black Lives Matter and uh, the uh, uh, woke, woke, and what's the other one? Uh, critical race theory. Mm-hmm. And he said, if we're such a horrible country, how come you don't see people hanging on to the wheel well of a jet taken off so they can get out? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was pretty good
0: you know, for him.
2: Yeah. I mean that's true. You don't see people trying to escape from the United States. They're trying to get in. That's
1: right. Exactly.
2: What's that tell you about us?
1: That we're lucky to be here. to Tell you the truth.
2: Oh, we are. The world has people in the United States have no idea most of them what the world We've is taken like. We take it
1: a grant for granted that we live here now.
2: Oh, they just don't know. They just don't. They just don't have that. Uh, that international perspective. They don't have they haven't traveled, they haven't seen, they haven't studied. And, uh, you know, my niece, she said, doesn't everybody have the right to an opinion? I said, no, you know, you shouldn't, you should, not unless you're informed. If you study about the virus, and I was talking with some nurses at a party last night about it, and they had misinformation, and they're trying to tell me, and I said, well, you know, I'm a doctor, and I've been following this for the past year and a half, and here's the true facts, and they're quoting studies, and I'm like, what study show it to me they don't study they don't have any studies Ken, they're just they're reading stuff on the internet and and uh and uh you know n- listening to stuff in the or and in the nurse's lounge and it's just
1: it's just terrible but that's the way life is well i think the uh the the business mandates are going to make a big a big difference if you can't work anymore because you didn't take the shot, because your boss says we don't want you in here, and apparently that looks like it's going to be legal. That would make a difference.
2: Yeah, I think it is legal, and and I think that uh, it's going to make a big difference. <clears throat> and if if you are getting kicked out because you're not paying your rent, you might want to think about getting the vaccine. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah.
2: When you go for a job, oh by the way, you're going to need the, it. Yeah. We've got the vaccine, and uh, we're uh, we're giving out doses, so. It's nothing out of pocket for you, Ken. So first, second, or third dose. I've got the Moderna open. The Moderna and the Pfizer are exactly the same. Doesn't doesn't matter which one you get. If you've had the Johnson and Johnson, I recommend that you get either the, the Moderna or the Pfizer for your booster. I think you'll get more more uh, bang for your buck there. We we can charge forty dollars uh, to your insurance or to Medicare or Medicaid or to If you don't have any insurance, we'll still take you because we can charge the government for you. But please bring your insurance card if you have one. Uh, Bring yourself, uh, bring your, if you've had a dose already, bring your little card from the CDC that has the first two doses or first dose written down on that, and we'll stamp and sign that for you. And we are at 727-384-6411. Love you guys. I'll see you next week.
1: You've been listening to an encore presentation of Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Call 727-384-6411 for an appointment.
0: Thank you for listening to Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at night for more insight, information, provocation. And fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida, at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727 384 6411. That's 727 384 6411. insight passion fm 93.7 am 860 w229 dj wgul the needed the answer
4: with srn news i'm michael harrington in washington finding the cause of a major oil spill off southern california who's to blame and if they'll be held accountable could take a very long time The Coast Guard says investigators are trying to find a boat that is believed to have snagged the pipeline with its anchor in the past year. The search for that vessel is among many avenues investigators are following from several federal and state agencies as they look for the source of the pipe rupture. They're also investigating how pipeline operators reacted to the incident and whether criminal charges are warranted.
0: Thank you for listening to Dr. Bill, your radio MD. Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr.
3: This is Sue Hewitt for Town Hall Review. If you're like me, you want more than just facts. You want insight from people you trust. People like Dennis Prager, Michael Bedved, Larry Elder, Mike Gallagher, and of course me, your host each week on the Town Hall Review, a weekly roundup of the news. Tune in each week and visit our website at Town review